Welcome back, you guys. I am Dr. Samaria M. Colbert. Um, I'm the founder of Kingdom Creative Council. That is a mental health agency, a private practice that's located in downtown Greensboro. I'm a licensed therapist with 16 plus years of experience. I'm a published author. I've written close to 60 books. I'm also an entrepreneur as well. And I've written like training courses and I have a podcast and all kinds of things uh, that uh, are meant to bring about healing and wholeness. Um, I do use faith-based uh, faith-based um, principles to bring about lasting change as well, as well as being a true, trying to therapist. Um, I want to talk about healthy relations. I was going through my timeline. I thought like kind of reviewing my life and um, I have literally talked about, <laughs> if you really think about it, so many areas of emotional wounds and, and things for many, many years from the very inf infancy in the very beginning of my career. One of the first, um, first, um, I think the first teachings that I, I actually, a blog that I wrote, gosh, maybe, maybe, I don't even know, maybe 14 years ago, it was called uh, Domestic Violence in Faith-Based Communities. <laughs> uh, and so I've, as I've grown and continue to see clients and write books and, and, and do my life's work, um, I realized that, that God is faithful. Um I not only counsel clients on this, I've experienced my own journey and I've come out on top, um, but I've experienced my own pains and my own hurts. And I say, life be life and, you know, life be life and just for about all of us. Uh, and it doesn't stop for your therapist, believe me. Now we all have a testimony. And so thinking about toxic, toxicity, excuse me, in relationships, I wanted to also talk about healthy relationships and how relationships can be God sent. And the reason why I thought to do this is because we talk so much about toxicity and, and, and size and symptoms and control and manipulation. I don't think we spend as much time talking about what healthy relationships look like. So I'm going to give you some pointers here. Uh, and I'm still going to, you know, I've got to dibble in the devil and, and the negative because that, you know, you got to, you, you see a therapist. Now, this ain't therapy, but you see a therapist to overcome. Uh, that's what you see a therapist for. So I got to give you the, the, the pain as well. But I want to talk about the one-on-one of healthy relationships. And that is the title of our session today. It's called the one-on-one of healthy relationships. Holy Spirit, we thank you for today. Thank you for the ears to hear. Let us be open to what you have to say. You are here. We are here. Your word says that uh, where two or more are gathered in your name, you're amongst us. And so we welcome you into our session today. And we just ask you, Holy Spirit, to open our ears to hear so that we can have right connections that are led by you. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all expect me to pray to y'all. It was one of those days. It's been a long day, actually. <laughs> so let's talk about what a healthy relationship is. Now, I, I, I started this discourse many, many years ago, um, talking about relationships because I'm originally from Maryland, for those who don't know, and my apostle in Maryland, I used to be a member of the church, it's not my current church, called Evangel Cathedral, it's located downtown, no, not downtown, it's located up in Marlboro, Maryland. I wasn't raised under that church, but that was a church that I joined uh, for a few years before I moved to North Carolina, many years ago, and i never forget one day, the apostle of that house, uh, Bishop Mears, he said, I want to see all your singles, now, all, now just to give you this disclaimer, um, when I talk about relationships, um, uh, for the sake of this teaching, I may hit some single people stuff, but for the most part, I'm going to hit uh, relations and the totality of it. Okay. So if you hear me kind of hit on single people, uh, don't take that to only mean single people because some of the uh, unhealthy relations that you need are not just with a spouse. It could be, it needs to be within your family, with your kingdom 
uh, um, uh, with your friend, the people that business partners, people that God is going to connect you with. So take this and don't like put it in a box, if you know what I mean. And so a bishop uh, in Maryland, and he he said, I want to speak to you single folk. We said, okay. And he said this, um, and, and he didn't say, speak to me directly, but it was one of the things that profoundly changed my life as far as relationships, particularly uh, as a single woman. Uh, he said, he said this, he said, uh, he said, if you don't know your purpose, don't get married. And he said, if you meet someone, you want to date them, if they don't know their purpose, don't get married. He said, the only reason, listen to this, the only reason God is going to connect you with someone is based upon purpose. The only reason. Not because of how cute y'all, not because of your 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 proclivity, not because you're lonely, because of purpose. And um, he said this as well. He said, he said this. He said, when God wants to elevate your life, mm-hmm, he said he's going to use people, he's gonna send person to elevate you. Then he said, he said, if the enemy wants to distract your life, he will send you a person. And so that's why I get this theme, uh, who sent you? You understand? Someone calls you, someone says, hey, girl, can I get your number? Hey, guy, can I get your number? Let's talk. Uh, you got to uh, uh, discern who sent them. Who sent them? Um, so I want to teach you this. Point number one. Well, let me just back up and say this. You can meet someone, right? meet two people you know, a group of friends and they don't have a purpose so you know that that's not necessarily someone that you're gonna you know be do purpose with that they don't know their purpose you get, you get what i'm saying um but then you meet people this is true that they are living their purpose so i got a bug here they are living their purpose but your purpose don't align and that's okay too it's just life so point number one this is from uh what i learned from my apostle many years ago remember this godly Healthy God relationships are founded by God's purpose and they are driven by God's purpose. I'm said again, healthy godly relationships are founded and driven based upon God's purpose. The purpose is not each other. The mission comes from God. The purpose comes from God. The assignment comes from God and he connects us with people to help fulfill the what, the purpose. We are team players, watch this, in a common goal and a common, the, the P word again, purpose. Our assignment is not codependency. Y'all, I got, you know, I'm a therapist, I'm putting on my therapist hat, okay? God ain't sending you somebody. That is broken. And you do relationships with them to fix them. God, this is my past told me this in Maryland, you know, does not call us to missionary date. It means we are unequally yoked. And you're going to connect with me because I'm trying to help you and we're going to date. Yeah, that got real. <laughs> that got real real quick. Remember this: one broken person plus one healed person results or consequences 
or, 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 or uh, uh, the consequences of that are two broken people and one broken relationship. You cannot do relationships. Uh, you know, I, I had to go here. I know you saw, we still talk about healthy relationships, okay? You cannot do relationships when you have a God complex. Iron sharpens iron. Even in spousal relationships, God is going to send you someone that is your equal. God is going to send you someone that is your equal. Compatible too is what Genesis said. So, uh, so again, godly relationships are founded by God's purpose. The purpose is not necessarily each other per se. It is the purpose that is exterior and we're connecting with each other to fulfill God's purpose. Now, a woman is created. Also, a wife is going to be a helpmate. Okay. Uh, a wife is going to be a helpmate. Okay. But again, the, the purpose in the, is, is not as outside of ourselves. And we're coming together to, to, to fulfill the purpose. You understand? Together. All right. This is why let's go to second Corinthians. Let's go to second Corinthians. Um, I'm really, I'm a nice person. Y'all I think it's coming hard. I just, I just be passionate. I'm a very sweet, quiet and nice person. If you are offended by something that I say, don't come for me. Uh, <laughs> acting a plum fool. I am very nice. <laughs> I just be really, I be really calm and I want to get my Joe Osteen on. And then if something else happened, <laughs> I turn on. It ain't that bad though. But when I turn on uh, uh this this camera here, but I'm gonna keep going with it, okay? All right, second Corinthians uh, chapter six, verse 14 says, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness and what communion has light with darkness and, and what accord has Christ with Belial and what part has a believer with the unbeliever and what agreement has a temple with the God of idols for you are the temple of God. As God said, I will dwell in you and walk among them and I will be their God and they will be my people. Therefore come out from among them and separate yourself, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean and I will receive you. Paul said that. I want you uh, uh, to to broaden your, your, your scope of unbelieving because you could ask two people that say, I'm a Christian, but you're still unequally yoked. You don't believe to the capacity I believe. We're not compatible. You are a broken Christian. I'm a whole person. We are not compatible. So make sure an unbeliever just does not, just is not limited to uh, someone that is uh, not a Christian, right? It can be, you can be a Christian who believes Jesus Christ is Lord and in and, and, and the pardon of his sins, you understand? But we're still not compatible because you're not believing uh, for, for things. You're not believing God. You don't really trust God. You don't have faith in the way that I have faith. And so we really, we really can't connect because we'd be dead. You'd be dead weight. You understand? So again, God, godly relationships are founded by God's purpose. Okay. And we cannot manipulate or try to put people in a position that they uh, are not qualified for. Point number two, 
healthy relationships are about growth and maturity. So healthy relationships, again, they grow you. They actually mature you, right? And so uh, uh, you can, can immature people really do relationships? Can immature people really do relationships? I mean, they can, but you know. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, Rick Warren says this in his book, The Purpose Driven Life. Uh, when you're in a healthy, godly relationship, you go stronger and more spiritual. And that's how you know it's a healthy relationship when you go stronger in the things of God, uh, and more spiritual. That's how that's a, a really key indicator. You know, if you hang with someone and 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 they their their spirit just infects you in a certain kind of way, and you're not growing at all and not more spiritual, you know. Uh, but he says in the, in the book, the purpose driven life, real spiritual growth is never isolated or individualistic. Okay. Maturing is developed through relationships and community, which is true. Now I will say that you will have seasons in your life of isolation, but remember it's a temporary season. It's not a permanent season. So you can't be the type of person I've heard, had um, a quote unquote uh, associate that I knew and the individual kept saying, I just, I don't trust people. I just don't trust people. I don't. You know, the individual said he was in ministry, but didn't trust people, didn't want to deal with people. And I, I, I didn't understand how, <laughs> how can I, you know, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't want to judge. I'm not want to judge, but I, it would just appear like if you were in ministry, you understand, and you, uh, you want to minister to people, it would appear that you should have a love for people. Sometimes you got to love people that are, that feel as if they're unlovable, but if you can't trust people, or deal with people, should you really be in ministry? I mean, you know, that's, I, I'm just asking the question. I'm, I'm, I'm just asking a question. Okay, let's keep it moving here. Uh, I, I just love this, y'all. I love this. Um, point number three, healthier relationships watch, are never a distraction to your purpose or your destiny. Healthy relationships are never a distraction to your purpose or your destiny. Healthy relationships are not a waste of time. Okay, they push you into greater purpose. They don't pull you away from God. I got to I gotta put on my hat, y'all. My therapist hat, I got to tell you. They don't pull you away from God or pressure you into unrighteousness or sin. They don't do that. You are not called to be a placeholder. Now I put this on TikTok, not TikTok. Well, TikTok and other things. I said, sometimes you, you, you know, sometimes people don't really don't want you. You are a placeholder. And that sounds mean, but it's true. They don't really want you. You are a placeholder. You are there in place until they find a person they actually really want. Okay. So, so, so it's not a waste of time. And so, and, and so you can be distracted in relationships and remember God will redeem the time. But for those who are listening to this under the sound of my voice, instead of asking God to redeem the time, it may be helpful to just discern a distraction to begin with, because they're not going to grow you into God. All right. Um, it's hard to grow when you have dead weight on you. And say you're carrying a dead person. They just carrying them. They just don't want to walk on their own. They just got to keep picking them up. You know, <laughs> uh, Ecclesiastes four nine says two are better than one for for they keep each other su uh, uh, succeeding. And that's a New Living Translation, so, it's, so it reads a little bit different um, than uh, than uh, the KJV or the NKJV. So healthy relationships uh, help you become more efficient and effective. They help you to become more efficient and effective. So healthy relationships are not 50-50. They're, they're 100 100 And that means you get 50, I get 50. We ain't doing that. Two people giving 100%. And again, I know I'm talking about relationships, relationships, but expand your, expand your knowledge, okay? 
kingdom of families, kingdom friends. And I said kingdom family because your kingdom family may not be blood related to you, but they're still your kingdom family. You understand what I'm saying? Your, your kingdom brothers and sisters in Christ. You understand? So that's what I mean by that. All right, y'all. This I think this may be a quick one. It may be a quick one. Okay. Uh, healthy relationships are not self-focused. It is difficult to be in a relationship with someone and they are selfish. What about me? What about me? What about me? You gotta be gonna. What about me? What about me? You ever meet people like that? It's hard to do relationships with people who keep saying, "What is it about me?" And you want to be like, "Nothing is about. It ain't about you." You ever see that? It ain't about you. It ain't about you. Anyway, but not self-focused. So Rick Warren again in his book, "Purpose Driven Life." Look, that's a classic book. I've been rereading. I know it came out many, many years ago, but. Uh, I just felt led to uh, to go through that book and I've been reading it and it's been really helpful. So just to re re uh, dive into that book. So if you ever want to do something, just learn. Remember, uh, relationships are, must be purpose-driven is what I said. So he said in this book, um, uh, focusing only on ourselves will never bring about God's purpose. And it was someone that's self-focused, they tend to be needy. And they had nothing to do, they had no concern about no assignment, honey. Not, not God's purpose. It's about me. How you gonna make me feel? What do you want from me? And then on and on and on they go. Okay. But again, focusing on ourselves will never bring about God's purpose. It doesn't mean that you that you don't love yourself if you're not self-focused. You don't want to be a doormat all in the name of you know being selfless. You understand? Or ride or die. I'm not telling you that. However, but you should practice self-love and and the way in which you have you set expectations of how you should be treated. Okay, it means that the purpose of this relationship is not about me, 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 me. Okay, uh, it is very, almost, uh, very difficult, almost impossible to have a relationship with someone who is only selfish and self-focused. It is very difficult. Again, two people, two people, must give a hundred percent, and everybody does not come in relationships. I'm telling you this because guess what? I'm a therapist, and that's what I do. And I experience this myself. Everyone does not come into relationships thinking about how much they can give the other. Or two people giving a hundred. Some people come in relationships thinking, what you going to do for me? And it's a painful thing. But once you come to that revelation, you know, then what are you going to do? Okay. All right, we got to keep more to go. I mean, it ain't going to be too long today, but I think it's good. I think it's good. Remember, healthy relationships, you should be able to handle constructive criticism or critique without judgment or retaliation okay so as long as it's said in love okay respectful i think for me if, i mean this is i'm not gonna put, put all my bits out there on this on these social media streets about relations but for me i think about if i really value you and i think i really trust you, you should be able to speak to me then don't don't come out of pocket uh don't come out of pocket don't and insulting, look at you. Don't don't think three things about scenario. I'm telling you, tell you right now, tell you right now. Okay, I put this all the way out. Don't insult me. Don't make assumptions about me. And don't what did I say? Assumptions, don't make an insult, and don't make fun of me. Those are my three things. Do not insult me. Don't make assumptions about me. And don't make fun of me. Okay. And I won't do the same. Um Insulting, put down. Like you, you know, you talk to someone and they putting you down to build you up, or 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 why y'all they, they, you know why are you so quiet? Why are you so stuff like that? I've been it's a trigger for me. Okay, <laughs> just say it in love. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so 
I'm like, dang, you so stupid. Why you know that? Don't you know? Like, you see what I'm saying? It's like, sometimes it's not what you say, but it's how you say it. Okay? Be responsible, respectful, and say it in love. But I also feel like this, if if I'm doing something and it's out of order or, and I don't know it, because sometimes you need someone else to be like, hey, you know, your wig is off, sis. Like, something like that. You, know what I'm saying? <laughs> you need somebody that's going to tell you the truth. Like, hey, what, what, what's, you know, what did, why do you do that? Don't do that, girl. Don't do that. You need people that's going to hold you responsible, but they're going to stay in love. And But I think like, if you don't say nothing to me, like if I walk outside and you know my makeup is off, off, if you know that my clothes is too tight and maybe maybe my mirror wasn't working that day, you understand? maybe my mirror wasn't working that day. You know what I'm saying? Are you with me? And you, I'm walking around looking at a hot mess. And you know, I feel like you ain't not my, you not, well, why are you not my real friend? Real friends tell you the truth. Real friends say, hey, sis, listen, I love you. I love you, girl. I really do. Um, but this relationship, it ain't God. Hey, sis, I love you, but um, what you did, that wasn't right. Hey, sis, I love you, um, but that path you want on, that ain't you. You better than that. Some of y'all need to reevaluate your friends. Take that how you want. Friends don't let friends self-destruct. If I'm up to no good, and I ain't never going to be up to no good, but I'm just saying, in case I have a weak moment, I need my friends to be like, listen, what, what, what? Listen, I know you need, I know you are struggling right now, but don't go, don't do that. This ain't, this ain't God for you. You know what I'm saying? This ain't God for you. And I'm the type of person, for me, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, is, now, now, let me clarify, not perfect strangers because everybody got opinion of what you should do, how you should spend your money, who should you date. But everybody got opinion. But I'm talking about when you really have God, if you are the Holy Spirit to get you up to listen, Samaria, go call Samaria right now because she needs you. This is many, many years ago, many years ago. Uh, and I, I, I won't give you the details because it's, it's personal, but I have a friend, quote unquote friend, and um i feel like the enemy i don't know exactly what happened had a plot for her he, he had some type of of agenda against her right true story and she was just telling me oh she met with this person da, 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 and immediately 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 true story y'all this is true i was a, I was a, oh i was probably a child then i mean i was a child so i didn't know about the holy spirit word of knowledge and and, and the burden of the i know none of that and um, so she said, I met this person. This is a and immediately when 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 she brought the person's name up, I said, "Oh!" And I had this sinking feeling, literally in the pit of my stomach. It was so bad as a child, I could not sleep. True story. Because then she went on by her way. She was do, 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 you know she was oblivious, but it was something in what she said, and she ran into this guy. I was like, "Nah, something's wrong." And I literally stayed up all night and I'm praying, I'm praying. I'm, I could not sleep. The only, I was a child. I couldn't, I, we had electronics back then. I'll tell you how old I am. <laughs> I, I couldn't get on myself. I ain't have a cell phone. I wasn't no tablet. Wasn't nothing to distract me. What do you, YouTube didn't exist. God was that much of a child. But it was the burden of the Lord. And I just kept praying in the name of Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. And everyone's oblivious. And I remember I, I went to uh, a family member and I was saying, you know, something right. 
something right and they were laughing at me like <laughs> you like you know sometimes when you have a burden or something like oh they make you feel like something's wrong with you you know what i mean and so i just kept praying and praying all night i prayed and i cried all night and i said god i don't know what's going on so the next morning i went and talked to my friend and i said something right let me just pray with you and so i prayed with her true so i prayed with her and as soon as i prayed with her, i began to declare the word of the lord as a child y'all as a child um as we, when we finished praying i felt peace lift up off me like i felt like a heavy burden was on my heart when i got up and we prayed together against whatever was going to come against her i mean it was like a ton of brick just like just flew away and i felt like i was floating I was, and i knew i canceled the assignment oh i canceled the assignment on her life uh not the assignment. i'm sorry let me say that. the plot against the enemy on her life and I mean this respectfully. Anything I say, let me let me just put me on a totem pole. Um, I'm not perfect. I have not always made the best decision in life. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, but I always loved God. And I think that if if you really are for me and you really serve God for real, you ought to be able to have some type of discernment. So when I can't see. Mm. what the enemy is trying to do you know i understand god believes in all truth and we hear from god you ought to not be so concerned about trying to offend me that you don't pull me to the side I say samaria let me help you out i felt the burden of the lord this person right here this person this has this is demonic agenda don't hang out with this person but you could take it how you want and if I'm offended, I ain't never going to be offended, but if I'm offended and, and, and if it costs us our friendship, that's okay. But I told you the truth. So I mean this respectfully. You know, because like I said, I see clients, I see people all the time. I'm like, who are your friends? I see my clients. Who are your friends? Who are the people that care about you enough to see the assignment of the demonic on your life, to see people coming to you like they have a demonic agenda, and they just do 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 don't want to offend you. you. Don't have some of y'all think you got friends, but you really don't. You got fans. And at this stage in my life, I don't want hang. I don't, I don't want nobody hanging out with me like that. Like I'm, you know, we I'm cool. I can hang out by myself. I'm I'm good. Good. Like you can't hear from God. If you don't serve God, if you don't pray for, I'm not, I'm not talking about my clients because remember that we that's not a that's not a that's a different level. You understand? I'm not talking about people. I I'm not talking about coworkers. I'm talking about we 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 ace we we ace kum boom we we good. You understand? what I'm saying I ain't got to tell you I'm struggling. You ought to be able to get up in the middle of the night and God say you go pray for Samaria because that's what if I'm cool with you if we I mean I mean if we if we rock with you if um if if if, if it's if it's real. That's how I am. And I can be cool and calm and nice to everybody, but I don't call everybody my friend. Because at best, you're a fan. You're a fan. You're a fan. Friends. Don't let friends self-destruct. Friends don't see their friends falling into demonic traps and they just go along with it because you don't want to be offensive to your friend. Now, that ain't on my notes. That's just the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, I just be flowing with it. I don't really be trying to come like that, but it's cool. 
And this is gonna be romantic partners. This gonna this gonna offend you, but it's okay. You you'll be fine. <laughs> you really will be fine. It's all in love. So in romantic partnership, there's a healthy sense of masculinity. There's a healthy sense of masculinity and a healthy sense of of, of, of femininity. Okay. Uh, so let me talk about the for 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 a key, a key indicator. Watch this of someone who is not for you. Uh, let me just say this. Let me just go back. I'm getting ahead of myself. Get ahead of myself. Uh, for feminine energy, uh, uh, feminine women, Proverbs 31 women, uh, do not pursue men. I said we they don't pursue men. Uh, a woman who pursues a man like that is overly aggressive as indication of her own brokenness and that she's insecure because a woman that knows her value, uh, one will not put her eye on a man that's not one pursuing God and two that's not pursuing her. I was listening to this interview by Stephen Smith. Uh, you know, who the, I think his, I think his name is Stephen Smith. Uh, he is a commentator, uh, sports commentator. I don't really listen to author because I, I don't watch a whole lot of sports. But he was on an interview on a podcast and he was saying, yo, where are these women coming from? He said, I, he said, listen, y'all coming up all aggressive. He said, I know I ain't, the, he said, I know I ain't ugly, but I ain't the greatest people. You know, he said another word. He ain't, I ain't the greatest dude. I ain't the greatest looking dude on the block either. Why y'all coming so aggressive? Who sent you? And I was like, you know what, Stephen Smith? You right. You right. Who sent you? But masculine men pursue. And so when we talk about romantic relationships, God, uh, uh, God's will is, is masculinity and femininity. And I'm the type of person, I'm feminine women. And if, if you come across as emotionally distant, unavailable, passive aggressive, you lack assertiveness, I don't find that attractive. So I'm not pursuing, you know what? I'm not pursuing any man. So again, when you are in a healthy, I'm talking about spousal relationship, right? Uh, men, women, okay. And women with men, uh, a, a healthy, a healthy woman will position herself to be pursued but she will not pursue you and that tends to be the case now don't look at these separate celebrity couples uh on on because they flex it for the gram and uh they're doing conferences give, give it time honey just give it time uh <laughs> anytime listen this ain't this ain't in my notes this ain't in my notes but anytime ladies if you meet a man and he is not quite convinced about you and he gotta give it time and he's like, uh, let me let me think about it. You're not the one. Okay, if he changed my, you are not the one, because a man knows. Okay, uh, and sometimes, and this is a revelation that came to me recently. Uh, uh, remember at the garden, right in the in the Garden of Eden, uh, 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 Eve started having a conversation with the snake. Okay, and what happens is. The more conversation someone has, you can be deceived through conversation. So something that you were already convinced of, this is what God said, you ain't what God said. Someone talks in your ear long enough, they'll change your mind. And he said, did God really say that? So if if, 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 if you, if somebody roll up on you brothers and then like, uh, pick me. And you're like, uh, I don't know. She, come on now. Guys know. This is why I said about the placeholder. I know that's offensive, y'all. <laughs> y'all like, she, no, she didn't. No, you're just a placeholder. You, 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 you really are a placeholder. So this is why a guy could be in a relationship, have a whole, with the woman, a whole 10 years, got five or six kids, never marry her. Okay, break up with her. Okay. Uh, and then six months later, meet somebody else and they ain't been dating but 
a couple of weeks and now he's engaged and they get married. He was never convinced in the first place. Men need masculinity. Women need femininity. And if you step out of line, it's like you become unattractive. Now I said what I said and I ain't taking it back. <laughs> I feel good today. <laughs> I feel like just laughing and joking and all kinds of fun stuff. But I said what I said. I ain't taking it back. And if you see me in the street, don't be, don't, I'm not going to argue nobody down with it then. Okay. I'm just telling you how T.I. is. Okay, and then this will save your bill because let me tell you, because I see a lot of women in, in therapy sessions as well. Then women come to session and, and now you, you know, you 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 have struggled with your self-esteem. I understand why he didn't want me, he left me somebody else. He, you know, you were just an option for I've had clients that you just you weren't really I won't say it like that because you know there's a there's a tone that you gotta be when you're a therapist, you cannot be when you're just talking real with your girlfriend. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like it, it's it's a little it's a different vibe. But the you know what I'm saying, but these undefined relations, honey, we 40 something years old, 30 or 40. And we just hanging out and seeing what's going to be. He don't want you. He don't want you. All right, let's keep it going. Uh, and you, again, uh, you know, Okay, let's move on. <laughs> I can say so much more about that, darling. I've lived a long life. I know what I'm talking about, but I won't do it. So I'm going to move on. Okay. Healthy relationship, you don't have to play small or dumb yourself down. You don't have to play small. When you're in a divine connection, which you cannot manipulate, you cannot fit someone in the box that they don't belong in. They naturally just get you. You don't have to dumb yourself down or play small or try to convince people of who you are. One thing I've said this for, I've said this for many, many years, you don't have to slow up for them to show up. You don't have to slow up for them just to show up. And you got to come back down, carry something. Oh, you can't do it. You can't do it. Just don't, just don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. All right. We'll put number nine. We almost done. Just give me some more time. <laughs> I keep doing like this because I need new, new lighting. And my, my, my brand new lighting is actually at my other office. And so that's why you keep seeing me doing like this. I got to run down there and get it. Um, so anyway, point number nine, uh, healthy relations are rooted and founded in honesty, truth, and mutual respect. That means honesty, truth, and mutual respect. Many people fall in the trap of deception because of, again, manipulation, manipulative people who appear to be something they are not. Okay. Uh, remember at, at the end of the day, the real you will eventually show up eventually. Okay. And so one of the things I say, remember is I said here how, you know, I am a woman who has herself together. I am not perfect. I'm not rich. I got bills. <laughs> I got student loans. Uh, uh, I, every now and again, I, you know, I have my ways, you know what I mean? But I'm whole, I'm a whole person. Everything I talk about, I've gone through, this is past stuff. This is not like current stuff. Okay. And so, when people see you in a certain light, you don't have to have a whole bunch of uh, social media followers and you don't have to have all these, you know, you, you don't have, you have to be someone that people admire or, you know, you don't have to have nothing. And so I found, and I think men do this too, but I can only speak from a women's perspective is that oftentimes when people see you in a certain way, they want to reel you in there. I call it monitoring spirits. They'll become the thing that you, they think that you want. You understand? And I've, I've learned, I had a client tell me this years ago, you got to be careful what you say, even online, because they'll become the thing. And so I had experience, and I've shared this often because 
uh, is very impactful. And I think that other people may experience it too. I've had guys that, you know, I, you don't, you don't know a lot about me. You can't read me. So if you follow me on social media, you know, I got a business, you know, I love God. I'm always posting scriptures and you know, I have a YouTube channel. I mean, you know, you know, very little, little about me personally, other than what I share as a testimony. So I had guys and they know, uh, uh, Samaria loves God. And all of a sudden you don't, don't know God, don't believe in God, don't have no type of God in you. And they meet me and all of a sudden you become uh, apostle super saint and you quote scriptures all day long. I've had guys who pretend to have businesses that they don't actually have. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm, it's nothing wrong with not having a business. Nothing wrong with not having uh, uh, a social media. There's nothing wrong with, with where you are in life. It becomes a problem when you, when you uh, portray yourself to be someone that you're not to try to win somebody. You, you see what I'm saying? And the, But remember, at the end of the day, the real you is going to show up. That's why... You just have to just be yourself. Don't be rooted in manipulation or trying to become something. Now, when you meet somebody that you generally like, it's, it's okay to want to impress them. You know, put on your makeup, put on your hair, you know, put on your good wig. You know what I'm saying? Spray yourself down. It look like you got some hygiene. Look like somebody wants you. You understand? Ain't that wrong with that? I'm talking about we got to change your nature to be what you think somebody needs. You know, I literally had God, guys walk up on me and God say, no, Samaria, this person has this going. I had one guy and I told the story many times. He, the man was homeless, but he on the line and he teaching and, 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 and talking and talking good and quoting scripture. And I wasn't really into him. And God said, no, Samaria, don't date him. And I wasn't going to date the man no way because I'm not physically attracted to him. And God's not going to send you somebody you're not physically attracted to. So I wasn't going to date him no way. But God said, no, no, Samaria, don't even be friends with him. Because he was still a good person. You know what I mean? I was at least a thought. So a good person still just look like he'd be a good godly connection, even though we're not going to date. And God said, no, no, Samaria, this person is going to be dead awake. Because let me tell you something, deception comes through conversation. So something you could be easily, like I said, easily, uh, 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 what's the word? Not easily convinced. Easy convinced is to know you let them in your ear long enough, they'll convince you otherwise. So they'd be not natural type. <laughs> and you're somebody you don't find attractive. And they keep talking about how wonderful they are and on the, all the things they got going on and, and he starts saying, well, huh, I mean, you ain't really that bad. You know, don't do that. <laughs> I'm telling you, I know y'all some of y'all can relate. You understand? You can relate. I know you can. Just, just keep it moving. Okay, point number 10 by healthy relationships. A healthy relationship will be what you what uh will be a godly relationship that, that meets your full heart's desire. Okay, godly relationships will be what meets your full heart's desire. Okay. The Bible says in uh and and uh and um in in Psalm 37, delight thyself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now let me tell you what it don't mean. Whatever you desire, you can get. Mm -mm. God changes when we delight ourselves in the Lord, he changes our desires and our delight to what he wants for us. And so uh, it doesn't mean you get whatever you want. It means that God puts a desire in you that he has the intention to fulfill. The Bible says in Proverbs 3, 6, acknowledge God in all thy ways and he should direct that path. So so, so don't acknowledge your, your mind and your intellect because another scripture that said there is a way that seems right to a man, but it leads to, instruct, it leads to destruction. So acknowledge God in all your ways. So when people, friends, family, new kingdom assignments, uh, kingdom business partners, someone that you potentially want to date, uh, okay, God, see, see this John Doe here? Let me acknowledge you, God, in all what you think. And I'm telling you, Holy Spirit will tell you the truth. 
So in holy in healthy relationships, there's no compromising, there's no red flag, and there's no settling. You don't want to be the person, the guy or the woman that someone just settles for. Y'all be got that. You know, I'm not really into if he's not really into uh into to brown skin girls, he's not gonna be into brown. This someone put this on Facebook that was very profound. And then they're not gonna be into brown skin girls. If they're not into got girls that are nerdy, then it's not gonna be into girls that are nerdy. That's okay. If 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 she's if 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 uh if she's only into guys that are um i don't know seven feet and uh and masculine and and basketball players and you know you you on a on a, on a wrong day you probably a good six feet and you nothing is 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 uh sporty about you or athletic about you that's what that person wants and you don't it doesn't matter how beautiful or kind you don't want to be the person someone's like um okay i mean i just settle for because what happens is someone else, they'll meet someone else. And that person is like, yo, you are amazing. You are a 10. But to someone else, you're like, I mean, you are right. And that's okay. Because guess what? It's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean that person's powerful, arrogant, or they, uh, or, they, or they rock for the other team. You understand what I'm saying? It just means that they're not into you. I had to learn that one. I had to learn that one. You know, I think I'm beautiful and I'm attractive. I really do. I think I'm, a, I'm, I think I'm, a, I think I'm the whole package. But I've had people, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you my story because I don't want people to think I'm like pointing at anybody like you, you, you. you know, definitely not my client. So if you're a client, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not telling your story, okay? We are protected by hip and confidentiality. I've had guys that I was like, yo, you don't see me? You don't see me? And they don't. And I be feeling like, well, dang, what's wrong with me? Then I had dudes like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. What? You ain't trying to call me? <laughs> then I had people like, you know, you you are a little overconfident. Come on, sir. <laughs> but guess what? That's okay. Because we all have our preferences. We all have what we like. We have what we don't like. Some people don't like people of a certain, you know, it's, it's okay. It's nothing wrong with that person. It's nothing wrong with you. You have to know that you're enough. But you don't want to be that person that is just okay, like someone just settled for. And when people are just settling for you, that's when you end up becoming the quote unquote placeholder. You are the placeholder. Okay. Now I know people are not gonna agree, but ain't nobody, you know, when you start getting 35 and above, ain't nobody spending five, 10, 15, 20 years with somebody and on a hope that one day you're gonna marry me. They know they don't want to marry you. You understand what I'm saying? Guys and girls. Don't be the person that someone settled for. I'm just going all off today. I promise you I didn't put all this in my notes. <laughs> James uh, chapter one, verse 16. And God ministered to, to me a few years ago. True story, y'all. He ministered to this to me. Um, because this is what else people get into. Uh, and this is why they come in therapy. Well, maybe it's God's will and he's allowing, he's changing his heart and he's allowing him to just be molded. No, sis, he don't want you. Same way with guys. Well, maybe I could just help him. You have a superhero. Let me help him. Let me take, let me fix you and your brokenness. Nah, bruh. She don't want you. She wants somebody else. Not you, but you're still enough. <laughs> just not to her. I'm telling you, I'm trying to save y'all. I'm telling you, I cannot tell my clients a story because again, uh, when you see a therapist, it is confidential. HIPAA compliant is in place. But I've had guys that initiate therapy sessions 
And at the end of the day, the woman is like, I don't want him. He's a great guy, but I don't want him. And they might not say it like that, but their actions show it. And if someone don't want you, they don't want you. But there's someone else who does. Okay, all right. Are y'all hearing Dr. Samaria? Okay. Or just call me Samaria. Y'all, are you hearing Samaria today? Are you hearing my heart? Hear it with love. We don't have time to waste time. Okay? Like, God's going to redeem the time, but it will be helpful if he ain't got the redeem time. If you just, you know, listen to him in the first place. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Listen. Okay? All right. <laughs> James 1.16, it says, Do not be deceived, my brethren. Watch this, verse 17. I love this. Every good and perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Don't be deceived. Let me clarify the Samariology. When your relationship is a gift from God, there is no variation. That means there is no settling. There is no kind of, "Ah, I don't know. There is no, though there is no concealing. It is not perfect, but it is a perfect gift for you sent from God. Sent from God. Sent from God. Scripture in Isaiah 55 that says, In everywhere God sends you, you're going to prosper. So if you are sent to someone and they are sent to you, watch this, you're going to prosper. Because God sent them. And you got to ask yourself the question. Remember, we listen to the Holy Spirit. Who sent you? Because people say, I was sent to you. I'm, I'm for you. Who sent you? Who sent you? Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Look at my eye. Look at me in my eye. Okay. Look at my eye. Who? Hold on. Let me fix my mic. Who sent you? Who sent you? Was it God or was it the enemy? If it's God, if I'm sent to you, he's going to confirm it with you. I don't have to play games to, to get to get to you. If you were sent to me by same same way, you don't have to play games to get me. God will speak to me concerning you if 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 he sent you. If it's the enemy, it's a surprise. You have to, huh? Oh, God said, wait a minute. Huh? They got to do this kind of, I'm going to put on my therapist at this mirroring, this monitoring, this, uh, this gathering information to be the thing that they think you need to deceive you. Listen, brothers and sisters, look me in my eye again. Who sent you? <laughs> okay. So put them in number. We talk about being sent. God is not sending you someone uh, who is not helpful to you. Are you listening to me? Can y'all hear me? Okay. God's not sending you someone who is not going to be helpful to you. Okay. Remember, I said a helpmate. But I'm not, when I say helpful to you, I'm not talking about someone who's emotionally wounded and broken and needs uh, a bill paid, a place to stay, and they need the help of a father remember jesus listen to this was sent to the samaritan woman he said you have five husbands and the one you have is not your own jesus was not sent to the samaritan woman to be the sixth husband 
You understand what I'm saying? He was sent to us to get to help her to have a relationship with God so that she would not be thirsty anymore. Because obviously the relationship she was having with these men could not satisfy. Because when you're broken, relationship with anybody, man, woman, dog, cat, or 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 whomever, is not going to satisfy you. It has to come from God. And Jesus was sent to her. He was sent to her to help her have a relationship, not to have another husband. So you will prosper, as I said, Isaiah 55, 11, where you are sent. Listen to this, uh, 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 gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. You will not prosper where you are not sent. Or you are not guaranteed to prosper where you're not sent. Okay? God-sent relationships have mutuality. That means mutual purpose, mutual assignment, or similar assignment, destination, uh, which means your destiny, mean the roadmap you're on. Because sometimes we just go in different directions. You're called to go to California. I'm called to go to uh, Florida. And we're not, we're not sent to each other because we're going in the opposite direction. God has sent us to the opposite direction. If we're meant to be together, God is going to send us together in the same direction. And that's not something that we have to compromise. Well, you go to California first and I'll be there for, in six months. You know, you go to Florida first. And I'm, no, our preordained purpose, which is why you should meet someone who already knows their purpose prior to meeting you. Our preordained purpose is what uh, is, is, is has been preordained for you before we met each other, and they were only deciphering uh, is this really God? Okay. How many times? Okay, we almost done, y'all. Healthy relations are peaceful, and they lead you to greater levels of peace. There is no pressure, and that means even in the midst of turmoil, because life is going to be life in regards of your relationship or not. But even in the midst of turmoil, your relationship should not be uh, chaotic or full of turmoil. The uh, Hebrews 12, 14 says, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no one can see the Lord. So if it says all men, it means all men. That means family, friends, and a potential spouse or spouse. Okay. And you cannot follow peace with all men who, with men who are not peaceful. Some people, this is why we find ourselves in, in Psalms 120. Oh, oh, y'all, you can hear me. Wait a minute. Make sure my mic is on. Okay. Okay. Oh. Hold on, y'all. Let me pause for a minute. Let me pause. Okay, <laughs> we good. All right, I was saying I had to pause my microphone. Hopefully, there's not a. I'll, I'll edit that out. Um, so what was I saying? Oh, I was saying um, 
also I was saying we have to follow peace with all men. And some men are not peaceful. I talked about a spirit of offense in our last teaching. It was a really, really good. You may want to read it. I'm not reading it. Listen to it again. Uh, but some people just don't want peace. They're not peaceful people. I was having a conversation with uh, a relative of mine uh, and, and she was in school with me. She said, Samaria, you're a peaceful person. Some people live their life in chaos. And the reason why y'all don't get along because their lifestyle is chaotic. That's what they do. They, they, they are chaotic people. And so uh, if we really want to truly uh, 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 be a people of God, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have people who operate in the same vein, which is peace. Um, now again, I said Hebrew 12, 14, follow men with all peace for without which no man can see the Lord. It's hard to see the Lord when you're around or connected with people who are not peaceable. But then David said this, he said, uh, in, uh, uh, Psalms 120, around the sixth verse, he said, I'm tired of living amongst people who hate peace, the new living translation. And, and, and that's something I love David as far as is, is, is he, he's just an amazing person as far as scripture is concerned, but he clearly says, and verse six, again, I got to read it. It was so good to my soul. I'm tired of living amongst people who hate peace. Verse seven says, I search for peace, but when I speak of peace, they want war. So David said, my intentions are to be peaceful, but they want war. And there are people who are like that. Again, listen to that teaching. Verse uh, number 14, healthy relations cause you to develop a closer relationship with God, not away from God. And that's one of the things that's my heart's desire. Uh, as well for me I'm, I'm, I'm putting me out on fun street here I've always told God this and I've told people this true story uh, two things I will never allow anyone to do in my life one is stop me from having a relationship with God so if I meet you and I, I, we are we are equally yoked as far as our drive for God then I'm gonna I want to be driven further into developing a greater relationship with God but if I'm hanging out with you and I don't want to pray as much and for some reason you keep pulling me away from God and why are you doing that praying and why are you studying? You're not the person for me. The other thing that I will never allow anyone to distract me to do is for my purpose. You will not distract me from my relationship with God or my purpose. Once you start becoming a, a, a distraction to my purpose or my relationship with God, it's nothing personal, but you got to go. You got to go. All right. Healthy relationships make you better. Okay, not codependency where someone comes along, you got to help them. They can uh, learn helplessness. And there's a thing called codependency. You may want to read this book if that's you called Codependent No More. It's a really good book, classic book. But healthy relationships make you better without that person that's sitting there trying to be, you know, your superhero. They make you better. Unhealthy relationships bring out the worst in you. That's how you know when you're in an unhealthy relationship. They bring out the worst in you and you don't like the person that you have become uh, as a result of having them in your presence. Because I had to put on my therapist. I got to tell you a little, little saying, okay? A little saying, all right? So how do we get to healthy relationships? And this is not on my notes, but you got to remember your proclivities. I said uh, in, in a couple of teachings why people are prone to like narcissism or people who operate in the spirit of power, manipulation, control. What are your areas of weaknesses? Caretakers, rescuers, people have a God complex, uh, unresolved wounds from the past. Uh, people are like, super loyal to a fault uh, and, and, and your areas of weaknesses. Remember, those are the people who tend to be susceptible to people who are predatorial. Okay, and I said before multiple times, uh, you are a, uh, sometimes the person is a predator and you are a prey. And so you got to know your proclivities because they're looking for them, right? But how do they get to a healthy relationship? Once you got to vet everyone, vet every single person. And does that mean you're like super like spiritual and you're like, I can't hang out with you. And, uh, you know, you, but, but don't be all in 
uh, family, friends, whomever, don't be all in. Like I literally have had people, like even friends to connect with. And on onsite, we like, yo, you're gonna be my best friend. We real chill, we real cool, we like the same thing. And I never forget one time I was praying about somebody else. Cause you know, I did this a little bit, you know, sometimes when you, when you, when you go on through some things, you just don't, you know, you, you, you learn a little bit of the wisdom and I never forget, I was hanging with a young lady and she was real cool. We, we, you know, we're real, real vibing. Just, you know, again, this, uh, you know, I'm rolling like that. I mean, you know, good godly friend and, I, and the Holy Spirit said, uh-uh, he says, Samaria, he said, listen, you just got to set, set boundaries with her. He says, some people are only going to hang out with you for what they can get from you. That's the only reason why they're there. But the Holy Spirit had to tell me. So vet everyone. Again, acknowledge God in all your ways. All means all. And then ask for discernment. Set boundaries up front. Remember, all healthy relationships have healthy boundaries. Now, boundary is not the same as a rule but, uh, based upon manipulation, power, and control. Boundary would be, you know, we keep, we when we have an issue within our relationship, we're not calling uh, John, uh, Dan, uh, and Pookie them. You know, we're going to have a conversation ourselves. We're not going to, we're not, if we get angry, we're going to resolve that anger. We're not going to let the sun go down on our anger. That's a healthy boundary. Okay. That's a healthy boundary. Uh, a rule or something that's manipulated based on power and manipulation control is when someone says, Hey, you got to call me every hour on the hour. You got to tell me exactly where you're going. If you're going to, how many clients you're going to meet with, you got to tell me exactly what their names are, which I wouldn't do, uh, and, and, and where you're going. That is an issue of, of, of control and manipulation. Remember, you cannot do healthy relationships with someone that's, that's, has that type of character okay so what are your healthy boundaries what are your healthy proclivities i've already said i don't like to be i don't like to be uh don't insult me okay don't make assumptions about me and don't make fun of me okay but we can always have a conversation you know i used to have that i don't have this anymore okay i used to have a, a rule that i won't talk to someone after a certain amount of time however because i work so many long hours half the time by the time i'm getting up <laughs> <laughs> by the time i'm finishing my day you know i may have to make some compromises there okay uh but don't call me two and three o'clock in the morning okay unless the holy ghost told that first off now let me let me explain how to ain't nothing ain't nothing open two three o'clock in the morning okay now i'm saying it's time to find the holy ghost and some things ain't gonna be open at all if you understand what i'm saying until i get married okay all right now don't don't be no fool now all right <laughs> i feel like being really silly today okay and then how do you communicate um uh, sometimes for me um i don't like i'm, I'm kind of a tough cookie i want to tell y'all that i'm tired of a tough cookie you understand i'm kind of tough so sometimes i might necessarily want to talk about something right away because i want to see you saying you're gonna, you gonna get me got Sometimes it's better for me to take a step back. That's how I communicate because I can calm, I can breathe. I'm not gonna get angry all like suddenly, but it's easier for me to take a step back, pray about it, and then come see about my issue. Because so I don't, I don't address things. I may not necessarily address things right away, but that may be your style to address things right away, you know. And so we can kind of compromise around that, but that tends to be my style um, because I, I always want to be kind, and sometimes. Uh, you 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 want to be kind and firm and say this is how I feel about something, but you want to take a step back and breathe and make sure your words you, your words are few. You understand? You get your part, point. May God, my God, should always be the center. Now, if someone does not have a relationship with God, you can't make God the center. And everyone goes to church. Everybody go to church and don't have a relationship with God. I mean, we do know that, right? You do know everybody go to church don't have a relationship with God, right? I'm just saying. 
So don't get caught up in church folk. Church folk and Christians are not the same thing. Okay, you can have a, a someone who goes to church and they understand the they understand the culture of the kingdom, but they're not really a part of the kingdom. But then you have someone who loves church and they are have an authentic relationship with God, and so God can check them as well or convict their hearts. If God can't convict them, uh, you know, you you know, you have a hard time you trying to convict somebody. Uh, but remember the scripture: the Ecclesiastic, a threefold cord is not easily broken. A threefold. So who the me, you, and God? If we both are, if God is the center of our joy, the center of our life, and we get together and we still are pursuing God, that's a, that's a wonderful thing. And that core uh, is not easy broke. Remember, remember this. Remember this. When it comes to healthy relationships, your righteousness should not be offensive to someone if if they serve the same God. But when you're in an unhealthy relationship, your righteousness, your Holy Spirit, is offensive to someone who doesn't have that same spirit. And this is why when you're in an unhealthy relation, oftentimes they can be very uh, demeaning or put down. Like, why y'all was praying? Why y'all was studying? And 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 and, and you're corny and, and you're a nerd. And all that. They it's, they're they're not going to say your righteousness offends me, but they're going to imply it by their words, actions, and deeds. And by this we know those men, those who love you by the, how they have loved one for another. Okay, all right, <laughs> got through that. Thank y'all. Make sure you subscribe. I have a wonderful teaching coming up. Um, I wrote a book called The Accuser about some of the things that I have went through. And I'm going to talk about a, a theme called the smear campaign. We're going to go back into uh, and what happens um, uh, and how do you recover and why people uh, go with the smear campaign, the agenda, uh, the agenda is not too messy or anything like that. Not talking about any foolishness, not talking about uh, my experiences and not calling one's name and not do any of that. How do you heal when someone has um, has put out a smear campaign against you? And unfortunately, people will do that. So make sure you subscribe and, and stay. Um, hit that notification bell. I think you can still do it. <laughs> um, there's a free ebook called The Accuser. You can download that. If you want to know a little bit more about me, you want to request speaking engagement, www.drsamaricobert.com. Training courses, www.trainingchristianleaders.com. And then, uh, what else? Uh, training, oh, uh, therapy you must be a North Carolina resident. www.kingdomcreativecounseling.com. We do accept most insurances. We'll be back another day, another time, another banger. Bye.